episode of the Backlog Breakdown. Uh, I, you know what's really scary is I don't have an opening bit. <gasps> Existential dread sets in. Oh. Uh, I, actually, I have a, I, you know what? I, I don't have an opening bit, but I do have a little bit of like a head cold or something going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nate. Um, which, if you didn't recognize my voice, it's probably okay because, uh, well, I, I don't think that I sound very much like my normal self. Uh, I, I have to be honest. I am kind of pleased <laughs> with the general tone and timbre. Um, I, this feels very masculine. Um, <laughs> did I say so, that, that that word right this time? Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, okay. timbre. Yeah, that's that's a fun word to both to spell and to say. Um, Stupid yeah, and, French and I'm people. I'm just very uh, pleased that you were able to get some time off from your day job at NPR and come join me uh, for yeah. the backlog breakdown. I, I, I this is how Dorian feels all the time. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm getting to live in your world, Dorian, for for a little bit for an episode, uh, <laughs> but I'm I, I have to be sick in order to do it. Um, my oh. wife did sort of like uh, I I uh, she checked my temperature, and it's not even that like I feel sick. Mm-hmm. I just feel plugged up, like I've just got a whole bunch of crap in my head. Um, gotcha. Yeah, Gross, I mean, but gotcha. Yeah, that that is kind of disgusting. <laughs> That's you're also gonna not say, what I meant. I don't feel sick, but I do feel sick, bro. Nah, uh, see, I don't, I don't go like that's still hanging fruit dad joke yeah, crap. It is. I don't, it I don't is. go in for that, dude. <laughs> I don't go in for that. Um, and I, I, we, we, we talked about this. I said even when I do go like dad joke, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like the 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 more so like. On the up and up, like Pinky's Rays kind of dad joke stuff. Sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a little more sophisticated, a, l- a little fussier, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, no, dude. So, um, but yeah, obviously. So I'm Nate again. That hey, was Nate. Josh. Hi, um, I'm Josh. That's Josh. Uh, hi, Josh. I'm Nate. Um, man, the cold meds. I'm not even on cold medicine right now. <laughs> and we're already like this kind of like, it's, oh, it's like, it's just kind of like we're already losing the plot. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, Josh, how have you been? You know, I, I know that uh, mm-hmm. we actually have a form, I guess, for that. That's and this true. Is like just, I'm so sort of like out of it just because like there's this pressure uh, on my head. Ah, dun, 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 da, da, dun, da, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. See, I couldn't tell because we, I, I couldn't tell if you were going with the police Russia. or if you were going with Pushing down on me. Or you're going with vanilla ice. <laughs> well, vanilla ice sampled. So But do you do you remember that, I mean maybe this is like dating myself, but <laughs> he, he actually was like, No, there's this like dun 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 dun. Mine is like and he did like the same thing, but he put the emphasis on like one part that was a little different. He's like, they're different. Oh, no. And it was like, <laughs> like, no. but they're not. <laughs> but, they're, but they're not, bro. It's cool. Uh, but they're not. Um, vanilla Ice, wow. What is his? It's Rob something. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I'm sure if, if you said it, I would know, but yeah, I don't really keep up with him and his house flipping ways. 
Oh, he he flips houses. Okay. Lacey's doing something. Yeah, I had like a whole TV show. Really? Well, at least he's doing something useful. Um, Because that's like, that's (laughs) worthwhile. Not just hanging out with turtles. Not just hanging out with turtles, uh, singing the ninja rap. (laughs) Go ninja, go ninja, go ninja, go, 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 go. Yeah. I'm a child of the 80s. Don't judge me. Or judge me prolifically. I don't, I don't Mm. care. But um, anyways, we we do have a a question. And, uh. Normally, I would uh, serenade you, but mm-hmm. because of the aforementioned sort of like vocal condition, uh, I'm going to have to just sort of like expose, like, I'm just going to have to torture you with these just terrible vocals. But yeah, it's been an undisclosed amount of time since I talked to you. Sorry, I'm sorry yeah. that that was so, like, I know that you're used to much better. Sort I was of expecting like, more. You were expecting more, um, <laughs> and I just I I gave you what I had, which was just <laughs> insufficient. What I got was a failed attempt at bare naked ladies. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, that's uh, an awkward thing to say into a microphone. Um, but anyways, yes, it has been. Uh, it, well, yeah, an undisclosed amount of time. Um, because not quite the same as as our normal podcasting schedules, but that's just how it goes. Um, I, I also, you can't tell it from my voice very much, but I've, I've had some congestion as well. Uh, and actually it relates to uh, kind of what I said about vanilla ice flipping houses. Um, we've been cleaning our house, uh, because we are listing it on the market this week because, flip it. well, sort of, you know, if, uh, buying it in 2014 and, and selling it in 2023 counts as flipping, um, I guess we did do a few upgrades to it. But anyways, anyways, uh, I talked about it on the last episode, how we were, uh, you know, trying, we were going to get word back. Um, And, and the word is that we are going to be selling our place here in Austin, Texas and moving to Indianola, Iowa. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So by years out, uh, I have accepted the position at the church for the associate pastor of worship and discipleship. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super stoked. It's a, you know, it's funny. It's just thinking it's, it's been a shorter amount of time since the last episode, but there's, I have a lot of highlights basically. Um, I mean, that has just kind of kicked everything up into uh, like, okay, now get, like figure stuff out basically. So I've been super busy lately. Um, yeah. uh, case in point today, uh, cleaning like doing a deep clean of the house so dust everywhere which stinks allergies all that fun stuff um and uh i don't know if you know this but uh having three young kids running around the house while you're trying to clean uh it's it's not the most conducive environment really i i would have imagined that that would have been like super helpful (laughs) that's what you want right that's yeah yeah because you want them Uh, just running around kicking up all the dust so that you can just like you know Hey dad, what are you doing? Hey, what are you? Yeah. So, so anyways, uh, don't need to go into detail, but, um, yeah, we're going to be listing our actually pictures. We're taking pictures of the house tomorrow and then listing it the next day as of this recording. So it'll be already be listed by the time this this airs. That's very cool. Yes. Very, very cool. Yeah. Daunting and cool. And, uh, yeah. The other huge highlight (laughs) is what it is. It it is a lot. It is a lot, and it's it's kind of like okay. After it's listed, I feel like things will slow down because then there's not as much of a, a time. But there's other things, you know. Mentioned the car situation, so we'll probably where, start where looking into that. Where are things standing with you know? that? 
Uh, we've just put it on hold well, for know. now. We, okay. We've been okay. We, we I, I kind of want to figure out where the housing thing is going to land. Like at least you know get some offers for the house and, and figure out how much we're going to make. And so then, how much of it do we want to put down? Obviously, a majority of it. Majority of it we're going to put down on a new home. Um, but then if we have some left over, use that for a new car. You know, get something mm-hmm. newer. You know, we're used to driving older or used cars. Uh, of course, we're still going to go used, but how used is the question. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll be well. Helpful. You know what, though, I had a friend, uh, friend from church. Mm-hmm. She was going to buy, a, and this was a few months ago, but she was going to buy a used car. And when she started looking at prices, it was actually just cheaper to buy a new car. Yeah, <laughs> isn't like, that crazy? <laughs> and uh, it is. So, yeah, not too different. Um, not too different at the moment. I we have decided we're going with a minivan. So yeah. we'll, uh, that's, that's just the stage of life we're in total. Yeah, well, you got three car. little ones and exactly. if you guys have any more, um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to yeah. need it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. So, so huge, huge deal there. Huge, you know, news, all that stuff yeah. is kind of, you know, where, where life is right now. The other thing I just can't help but mention is that my two, both my two older kids were baptized this Sunday at church. So that, that was pretty awesome. I got to baptize them. Um, we have, uh, yeah, we had, um, a service we do, we call it a celebration Sunday where they invite people to get baptized, um, on that Sunday. Of course you can get baptized other Sundays, but that one in particular, it's just a little bit more conducive. The whole service is, is very celebratory. Um, and, and so, you know, if you can, it's it's a good time. So kind of in the lead up to that, and our kids, I mean, it's it's a unique blessing, and also um, uh, it can create not not problems. Problem is not the right word, um, but but okay. So I grew up in a Christian home, uh, and so I don't know the date of my salvation because it was just like mm-hmm. you know I, I've I've kind of always believed in God. Um, and so, and, and certainly he has done a work in my heart that has been gradual over a long period of time. Um, but you know, even when I, I don't know exactly when I was saved. Um, mm-hmm. and so with my kids as well, they've, they've grown up and we've been teaching them the scriptures from a young age. And so they have asked before if they could be baptized and, uh, Samantha and I have, had conversations about it with them, but we also, you know, kind of want to see some, we want to make sure that they understand what it means. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, yeah, we have different, uh, yeah. Uh, you and I have different positions. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so anyways, all that said is it, you know, we sat him down th- this time, you know, kind of in the lead up and, and it wasn't, it, it was somewhat spur of the moment, but not really. Um, it was only a few days before the service that we kind of sat them down and, and, and talked to them more thoroughly about it. And we felt they did understand what, what, mm-hmm. um, what it means. And so we said, yeah, we, we, let's, let's go for it. Invited friends and family out and it was great. It was yeah. great. So, um, it's been, it's been like, like lots of good stuff. We also, with that, been super busy <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with good things, but it's also just like, man, Cleaning a house busy you lived in busy, for nine though. years. Like, is, and yeah. it's, it's a lot is a lot. Yeah. And that's just, you know, even if it's good. So, yeah. I, yeah. And I know I've spent a long time kind of talking yeah. about these things, but it's because it's going to come up 
with, you know, other forms that we have. So okay, that's, yeah. that's how I've been over the past undisclosed amount of time. How have you been? Mr. Um, McKeever. Well, I guess this is a bit of a follow-up. You know, we talked about it last time, but mm-hmm. uh, as of last Monday, uh, Byron officially became, uh, well, Byron Preston Hart McKeever. That's his, yeah, man. his name. Uh, we're yeah, still man. on some of the, the paperwork and stuff. Um, yeah, okay. we're, we're, and it was, it was cool. Um, oh, that we could have talked about this on the bro hang. Uh, <laughs> I, like and I know one of our our patrons and a friend of the show is is a lawyer, um, or you know, mm-hmm. or was a lawyer at one point in time. Mm-hmm. I, he still technically is. He was also a judge. Um, prior to this experience, I did not have any real thoughts on lawyers. I I've known a few, <laughs> um, and I like them just fine. Uh, I do not have a high opinion of our lawyer uh, oh man uh there's just a and i'll save it for a bro hang at some point in time but there was a lot of stuff where it's like if i am paying you several hundred dollars an hour mm-hmm. there's a certain level of professionalism and that i expect and i'm just gonna say that like we uh did not experience that. Gotcha. And we're, I'm still Ouch. trying to figure out how I want to address that because I, I do want to address that mm-hmm. um, at some point in time with the firm uh, before we sort of close out our uh, our account or whatever mm-hmm. with them. So Threaten them with a bad Google review. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, there was stuff like coming into it. It's like... Coming into it, like, I didn't know that, like, there was no communication of what was expected of us or what was Mm going to happen. So we showed up and we were Mm -hmm. there like a half hour early or whatever. She didn't tell us that we were going to have to take the stand. Okay. Like, she didn't tell us, like, she told us five minutes before, like, five minutes before it got, the hearing got started that we were going to have to answer questions. Oh, wow. Like. Like there was like, so I was, I was pretty frustrated and maybe that's just par for the course. And I, cause we've never done this before. So maybe yeah. it's just par for yeah. the course. Um, but based, I mean, it and there, there were a lot of things there, but I just was like, kind of walk, like, it's one of those things like, we're just kind of, we're, there are a few, there's some forms that need to be finished, um, or filed okay. or whatever with the, Prothonotary. Um, I don't think I've ever heard that word before in my life. P R O T H O N O T A R. Think proto notary. Um, ah. or prothonotary. I I can't prothonot. Prothon. I I don't know how it's said. <laughs> I we we googled it. Um, but it's it's the same root as proto. So it's like it's like a chief the chief notary um gotcha the county or whatever um but yeah uh so that's good um uh, and speaking of baptisms uh we're actually i think here in a couple of weeks byron's going to get baptized nice um, so nice. We'll, the 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 sign and the seal will be uh, applied to our boy um but yeah it's 
Uh, it's, but it's like I said, it, you know, it's like you were saying, it's a lot. It's just been a lot lately. Yeah. And a lot yeah. is a lot. And um, I had taken off a few days surrounding like his court date. And I'm glad I did because <laughs> that whole time, like, and I, I love my family. Don't get me wrong. Like, it was great to have them here. Wouldn't, but it was just a lot. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's like one of those things where it's like, a lot is a lot, <laughs> you know? Yep. And, um, and then it's just like, yeah, we're, we're, I think, yeah, it's just, it's, there's just even sort of, so he's almost a year old. Mm -hmm. And even with all of that, there's just like a million and one things that still need to be done around the house. Like there's just like, sure. okay. Like, so now that we're done with this, it almost feels like we can sort of like, try to like sort of slide back into real life now that this isn't sort of this overwhelming chunk of everything right right and so like there's stuff around the house that i need to start doing more of and like our basement needs cleaned um and i want to yeah there's just a ton of stuff around the house that needs done and i'm just like daggling mm -hmm. um <laughs> but yeah but yeah, he's he's an official McKeever now. Um, That's so awesome. He's he's almost walking too. Um, <laughs> like he's Dang. he's doing the thing. Like he does well. He does the thing where like he gets on his knees and he sort of pops himself up on his knees. He <laughs> sort of looks around. Well, now he's got one. Like we don't think he's going to do like the surfing thing. Uh huh. We think he's just going to like because he's not really pulling himself up either. Like, okay. He just does like the thing where like he like kind of pops one leg out and then pushes himself up. Whoa. And a lot of times like we're just like trying to like, and he actually, Megan said he stood and I haven't seen him do it, but he was like, he basically mostly stood up on his own the other day and Dang. was like kind of standing for like a minute. And uh, he's, he's a, he's a little cruiser, little bruiser. <laughs> I, That's awesome. I'm, I'm a little scared when he gets. Like, I don't. I don't want him to be too much bigger than me. I need him to be smaller than me for a while. Mm -hmm. Um. But uh, no, it's and he will. That's be, awesome. You know, but it's it's been good. Like tonight, I I rocked him to sleep, and he was just like, nah, he was fighting it the whole time. He was like, I, I'm not going down. I'm like, buddy, come on. Like <laughs> he's like, no, nah, not doing it. It's like you yeah, that thing where it's like he's like. And, and, you know, this, I know this makes great radio, but like his eyes would close and then he'd pop mm -hmm. back open and he just, oh me, yeah. And they'd be like, his eyes would close. And I'm like, I'm like, buddy, like you, you fighting this too yes. hard, man. <laughs> You're fighting this way too hard. <laughs> so that was, it was, it was funny a little bit, but, um, yeah, things have been good, but you know, a lot is a lot. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I, I guess sort, sort of like moving along here. Mm -hmm. uh, we do you you did mention that we have other forms and we do have another, another form. form i have uh, another form right here cool. so uh let's let's just go ahead and move along into the backlog the backlog why don't we sort of kick it off with uh things that we've been reading all right well, um, I have not been reading. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. So unless, I mean, unless you count, you know, scripture or commentaries, 
Um, yeah, because that's another thing. I'm preaching at a different church on this Sunday that a friend of mine asked me to. Uh, oh, so that's cool. I, I picked that up. Yes. Yeah, I didn't quite put two and two together that, oh, yeah, that's the week that we're listing in our house, so I'm going to be doing a ton of cleaning. So um, I've only done minimal prep so far, but that's okay. As as of this recording date, it so is like, only Tuesday, so I still have some time. You still um, have some time. Do yeah. you know what you're going to be preaching on? Did he yeah, I want to – like, so it wasn't it wasn't given to me. It was it was just like whatever you want to. He, it was so funny that because I was talking to the pastor and he was like, "Well, right now we're in John, so I've been preaching through John. So so long as you don't preach on John seven, then you can preach on whatever you want to." Whatever and so I was to, like, "Oh, as long okay, as it's not That's John seven. Because <laughs> he was basically he's on a mission trip this week, and he was basically mm. saying like, "I'm going to be preaching on that when I get back, so don't don't do that." Um, so I, cause I thought Don't he was saying this like, for me, Brocolo. well, I was assuming, cause I guess this is just how, how we did it at Austin Oaks is like, you would continue on in the series, right? So you have your passage <coughs> and, and so go for that. So I thought that's where he was going and he went the opposite direction of like, not that. Um, he, he was so like, just pivot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, I don't like friends, but I can hear that. Um, yeah. Anyways, I don't uh, care for friends yeah, either, so. but yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Genesis 32. So it, part of it is um, a little uh, self-serving, if that makes sense. It's a mm-hmm. it's a story that's always interested me, and I wanted to do more study on it, frankly. Um, but I think there's there's just some good truth in there as well. It is it is Jacob wrestling with God. Basically, um, I love that story. And I, I think it's so impactful, like like what really hits at home, because it's such a weird story. What really hits at home for me is that God changes his name from Jacob to Israel. And it's not even just, it's not even just like a, a you know, well, I was going to say a Saul to Paul moment, but even that's not that big of a deal. Um, it, it, uh, it is somewhat, but it's not as, as big of a deal as people make it out to be. Um, because we don't even know if that's necessarily when the, his name was changed. But anyways, the, the big deal is that after Jacob is named Israel, like the entire, his entire lineage takes on that name. And mm-hmm. so there's something really important because Israel means one who strives with God. So there's something really important that the people that God has called out as his are those that strive with him. Um, and so that's what I'm going to be preaching about. So stoked and to dig into that more. I don't know. What's kind of fun about that is that um, there are like two ways to sort of look at that. Those who mm-hmm. sort of co-labor with God, mm-hmm. right? Right. But then those who contend against God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because- uh, Which yeah. is like, that is Israel. That is yes. the church. Right. Right. <laughs> And, and, and you see that too, because that's who Jacob was, right? I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. that he grasping at the heel. That's what his name meant. And so, so God is almost saying like, that's not all bad. I'm going to redeem that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you see that. And obviously in the picture, in, in the picture of the wrestling with God, Jacob's never really in control. Like God just touches him and like, rips his leg out of its socket <laughs> you know like his hip, yeah. exactly he's he has a limp for the rest of his life so obviously jacob could not well, actually overpower god and what was fun it, funny about that is that jacob's name meant cheater yeah like grabs right. the heel yeah. cheater yeah you know um and that marked his life you know and he was conniving. He, that's <laughs> what he did he was a conniving little snot 
Yeah. Um, and you know, some of that is like, listen, there, there's like, if somebody's going to like lob you some, like, it's, it's okay. Like Esau was not a bright man. Right. Like yeah. Esau was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like he might've been a bit of a tool. Um, yeah. And I probably in those same circumstances, I probably would have been very tempted to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Been like, hey, stupid, you sold your birthright as like you gave me in your inheritance for a bowl of soup. Yeah. You are dumb. <laughs> like, um Yeah. But it's not the to, to bag on Esau. I mean, like, you know, he no. we we all know what he did. Like that's gotta be really yeah. You, well, yeah. Then he gets like two. Or I think they're Canaanite wives. I could be wrong about that. Just, just to make his mom wives. and dad angry, right? Like, yeah, exactly. He's like, I was like, oh, you hate these ladies? Just wait. I'm gonna bring home <laughs> not one but two of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, then you see what, what's cool is that he approaches Jacob with grace also mm-hmm. after that. That because it's Jacob like at the end of himself too. Like. Oh man, it's so cool. It's just this little line at the start of it is that Jacob was alone. Like he sends his family, he sends all all the people that was around him, you know, his, his yeah, people that are with right him. Yeah, because it was right before that, wasn't pass. it? Yep, They're right. Mm. Yeah, he's right about to meet Esau. So it's the night before and that's why he's, you know, so worked all up. Alone. But he was alone too. So he's at the end of himself. So anyways, I need to put all this together. Like I know, yeah. like I know the story well, um, but like I said, I wanted to, to it's, search it out a little bit more and then like build the sermon off of it. So there's, there's Anyways, some cool stuff in there, man. No, yeah. That, that sounds yeah. pretty cool. Um, so, but the, I mean, really, that's all that I've been reading. I, I haven't really had time for, yeah. for reading outside of just commentaries at well, this point. So I mean, what have you I, been reading? Uh, I just kind of been, I've been dogging along on the, those Fletch books. Okay. Um, yeah. Are they any better? The, yeah, they're kind of like par for the course. There okay. was, um, so there was one, and like the thing that's kind of like, so when you read them in like the published order, mm-hmm. um, they are not in chronological order, which is a little Uh-oh. confusing, um, but it's fine. It doesn't like, it, they, they're all sort of like standalone in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but it's just like some of them will reference stuff. That's like right. So I just I just finished uh, Carioca Fletch, which is like the seventh or the eighth one. Um, oh wow! And it actually chronologically takes place right after the first book. Okay. And and then there's a whole bunch of stuff, and so it's like, but it doesn't really matter. It's just like they're fine. They're they're fine. And I did like mm-hmm. Carioca Fletch. Um, but in it, the same sort of caution goes. It's just like he's kind of like a tongue-in-cheeky kind of anti-establishment James Bond. So there's 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 some womanizing going on. Um, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it, it you know, and it, it's taking place in Brazil, so it gets oh, like yeah, he's a he gets a he gets a little racy in that one. Um, oh, gotcha. But it's not, it's not like grotesque or anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So <laughs> it, 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 like, as far as that content goes, it's like, it was like the least, like, or the, it was like, well, it, it was the raciest one of the, the bunch. Gotcha. And it wasn't, 
it wasn't overwhelming. There was like a little bit splashed in here or there. And I was like, the story would be better without it. But it's also, you know, he's sort of like painting the scene. It's like, it's Brazil. It's, it's Brazil during Carnival. Um, gotcha. So there's like an extra level of depravity sort of like at work there. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just reading Fletch. I, I still like it. It's like, it's fun. It's like a, a fun little punchy mystery novel. And it is kind of like, you know, we were, we were sort of talking and this can sort of lead us into the next thing, but it's like, it is more of like the, the sort of like the mystery novels where it, the mysteries aren't always as like tight. And so sometimes it's like, okay. it's not kind of like, it's not quite as sort of like fast and loose as, as the second season of Only Murders was, mm-hmm. but it is like, some of them aren't as like, you can't always see like the, the, the bricks dropping into place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which I'm okay with, I'm okay with getting like a bit of a curveball. So that's okay. Nice. Um, But yeah, so I guess you know I sort of reference TV shows. So mm-hmm. what have you been what have you been watching or uh, you know jamming to these days? Well, really, it's just it's the same thing that I talked about last uh, episode, and because they are both series, and the first is Only Murders, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently, you've already seen it all the way through. I got to the the yeah. second, the penultimate episode, um, so I have not seen the last episode. Um, and enjoying it. Apparently, there's some curveballs that pop up at the last episode. So um, I'm excited well, to watch okay. it with my so wife. Th- I think there's 10 episodes, and episode mm-hmm. nine sets it up. Okay. But there's there's still like, there's an additional little twist in it. And that's all I'm, I'm like. Nice. It's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, having fun with that. Uh, although I, I did mention it and uh, to you, I, I can't remember if I mentioned it on the last episode, but I do feel like the last few episodes have had uh, a considerable oh. amount of more F-bombs than usual. Yeah. And it's not, and it's, it's because they're so flippant with it yeah. is what it is. It's not because they're like super accentuated. It's just because they're just kind of throwing them out left and right. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just weird. It's, it's like, Oh, did like, yeah. Did, is this a different writer or what, what happened here? Um, you know, take it for what it is, but you know, if you, if you're sensitive yeah, to language, those last, those last like three or four, those last like three episodes specifically, I think they, okay. they start getting like real sweary. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just yeah. weird. For, it seemed- and it, it just felt like it just ramped up. Like just, it was like, just, a, and some of it is like, some of it is like there's these like ridiculous situations that kind of happen that uh-huh. would prompt maybe some of that language out of me. I'd be like, "What the?" Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's like there's a lot of that, and it's not, it's not like super obnoxious, but it's mm. it's 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 noticeable. Like, yeah, yeah. It's pretty noticeable. And it, yeah, and it was just strange. And speaking yeah. of random F-bombs, noticeable F-bombs, I don't know, I don't know. Um, there was one at the end of One Piece, the other show okay, that I've been so watching. I, I saw a clip uh-huh. with that, with that, that particular, and I was like, okay. and I was watching the clip and I was like, what? That's a shame that they would put that clip in because it's literally the only one in the entire show, and I laughed out loud. 
when it was spoken. Um, so obviously I'm not, I'm not, you know, it doesn't necessarily offend me. Um, but I, I thought it was really funny. Um, it was, it was kind of like a guardians of the galaxy three moment where, you know, they use it for comedic effect. Um, so anyways, that said, uh, I did finish up one piece uh, with my wife as well and, and loved it. I, I think it's great. Um, it's, it's crazy to say that because the, again, the show is so ridiculous and over the top with these insane characters, but it has such heart to it. I was and, explaining and that to someone and yeah. they were like, they were kind of like, I said like, listen, there's like a, an amount of whimsy and charm and it's just, it's kind of magical and look at it less as a sort of an anime like done in uh, live action and more is just like a sort of a fantastic adventure. Mm-hmm. And I said, and it, because that's really even what the anime is. It's just, it's an adventure story. Yeah. Yeah. Here, um, and the only other thing I'll say about it is that I think especially what hits it out of the park is the cast because mm-hmm. they play it straight because it is so ridiculous. You know, towards the end, I will say there's a one legged pirate that has a braided mustache that like goes down to his chest muscles. I mean, they're just huge um, the, the mustache things. And he is just like a. He's just like a hard dude, you know, like just angry all the time. And he completely plays it straight. And every time he moves his mouth, these huge mustache, these braided mustaches are like flinging around. And I'm like, I don't know how that dude doesn't just like bust out laughing in the middle of his monologues, but he plays it straight. And there are even very heartfelt moments with that character Mm. that I'm just like, how is this even possible? I don't understand it. The cast is fantastic because they, they play it straight and and with heart and emotion, um, even while it's so ridiculous. So it's it's great. Yeah. I love it. It's definitely, I haven't, we haven't gotten any further with it, but, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, It's fun times. We did, it's like you, you sort of mentioned, we did finish, uh, Megan and I actually sat down tonight and we were halfway through episode nine, finished episode okay. nine, and then it just kept, it played, rolled right into 10. Nice. And so we This is only that. murders, by the way. Yeah, o- yeah only murders. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, uh, like, like folks, I'm just going to say like, only murders is really great television. Like. It, you know, if the swearing bothers you, I get it. You know, don't subject yourself to that. If it, mm-hmm. um, but it's really great television. Mm. Um, Good stuff. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna like, I'm like, we really. Megan actually did like a. At the end of it, she was like, "Yes, <laughs> um, nice." Um, she, she's pretty excited. Um, she, she really enjoyed it. So yeah, uh, only murders is great. Um, I think it ends, it ends in a place too, where it's like, uh, I'll be interested specifically to hear what you think of how, how season three ends. Okay. Um, cause yeah, cause reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you not giving me any spoilers. 
Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to talk about it without it because like, but it's, yeah. Anyways, so let's let's kind of move along here. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we've been kind of like ripping along here. Of course, we are at almost 45 minutes, man. Woo. Man. Well, like a little less, but it's not our longest. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I thought but, we were going to kind of rip, th- rip through the opening forms. I, I yeah. was wrong. I was wrong. I was so wrong. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing here. Okay. And, uh, okay. This should be this should be a bit quicker. So, guys, I finally finally rolled credits on Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, um, yeah, and and even after credits. So, anyways, um, man, oh man, just like Breath of the Wild, I feel like there's still so much more to this game that I could go back and play. Um, that I would love to go back and play, but I am, I'm done for now. <laughs> um, also I would say the last, the final battle ish thing, the, the end of the game into the, you know, ending scenes of the game mm-hmm. is it, it was probably one of the best final boss experiences that I've ever played. I have it heard that so from good. multiple sources. They're ah. like, this is bar none the best ending to a Legend of Zelda game. So cool. Ever. Yeah. They're like the best boss fight. Yeah. Best end sequence ever. Yeah. And I'm just it, like, that makes it really hard <laughs> because I'm like, mm. yeah. Because it's got a, it's got a great amount of challenge to it. Um, at times, of course. Okay, we, you can assume this. Uh, very minor spoilers, but this is something that kind of goes with just about every game. Is there are different stages to the boss, right? Um, so some are harder than others. Okay, they're not all super difficult, but there are some very difficult parts. Um, but it's also just really cool. <laughs> And the way that he reacts to you is really cool. And the stuff that it has you doing is really cool. And, and it hits you in the feels. And man, it's, it's just so good. It's so good. Yeah, the, the ending was so good. And so, you know, is it worth the 90 hours or whatever it takes to get there? Um, I don't know. Uh, for me, yeah. Because I loved the game. You know, at times it, it, it's long. But you also kind of decide how long you want it to be. Um, yeah. So, man, fantastic game. But I finished it, so I do get a negative two to my score because it's longer than the 35. That's, mm-hmm. But I did get the, the positive one for picking up the game uh, and then another positive one for playing the game. So it evens out um, as a zero for the year, you know, as that goes. Uh, additionally, I did play another game and one that has been on my backlog for a few years now. I finished it, and that is Super Mario Run on android <laughs> you finished, I finished it there was, I fin- well, there's all an the, end state to that game well there there's the normal levels in the tour mode oh. yeah there's six worlds with i think four levels each and so i finished all of those you get some extra characters there's more stuff to do there's plenty of stuff to do in the game um but after beating the main levels i guess there wasn't a credit roll um but i think that's I think that's an end state. I don't know. Um, I would. I, I'd, I'd give it to you since it's those main levels. So is it? That, is it on GG? Oh man! Uh, as is there an end state on GG or is there an entry? For no, the game? is there an entry for the game? On yes. GG? Oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Sure. 
So you beat all the levels, eh? Cool. Yeah. So That's- negative one for that as well. And then I was tallying up my score, and I could be wrong on this, but I did it a couple times, and I'm like, huh. Um, so anyone who wants to double check my score um, is welcome to do so. But that does bring my score to a negative 11 is what it looks mm. like for the year because I've Very got a positive solid. five and then a negative 16 so far. So that's mm. that's much better than I thought I was at. Um, yeah, anyways, we can talk more about you know, yeah, when we yeah. get our main topic for future, but that's where no, I'm sitting that's, right now. That's, that is pretty good. Um, so I have not um, really, I didn't really play much. Mm-hmm. I uh, I did play a little bit more Diablo Four. Um, okay. I yep. still haven't gone back to Snap, and um, I actually think I might. Uh, we'll see where I'm kind of like towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. but just kind of where the game's at, and even based on a conversation that I was sort of having with, and we we can touch on it a little bit more. I might just be done with it. I yeah. really like the game. Um, and I think it's it's interesting, but it's also kind of like I think it's kind of getting to be a point. Even looking at it now, because I'm still keeping up with like updates and every like I'm just sort of like paying attention to it. I'm just not playing okay. it. Okay. And uh, I just think the game is sort of getting to be more and more to a point where it's like I I just don't know if I'm going to go back to it. So if if that's the case, I may chalk it up as abandoned. Um, okay. At some at some point in time. But again, I'm not, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, well, the, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, either whether you finish it or abandon it, um, I guess you would still get a negative one. I mean, could you consider getting to infinite uh, uh, finishing it, you know, during one of the seasons? I don't know. But, well, and that's the thing. If that's if that's the thing, it's like, I'm just not doing that anymore. Yeah. yeah. And but had you before? If, Didn't you hit no. infinite? No, that oh, was actually okay. sort of Every like time it what, was just really close. Gotcha. It was like I'm sorry. And yeah, it was just hey, no, I, it's not that big. I don't like mean that. to rub salt in the wound. Uh, I thought you had like a couple of weeks ago. That might have hurt my feelings. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm sort of removed enough from um, from it now that it's like it's like eh, yeah, it kind of sucks. It because honestly, yeah. that I would have if I would have hit infinite, I probably would have just made an argument for like I beat the game. Right, exactly. Um, but uh. Yeah, so, but, uh, and so I've, I've been playing a little bit of Diablo 4, and I actually cool. fired cool. something up tonight before, like today, before we recorded. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it, it's a backlog game, but it's a game called Inscription. Um, it's sort of like this okay. indie, it kind of plays with, um, doesn't do a, like, so far, because uh, it, it, it feels like I might, but you know how like uh, Doki Doki Literature Club did a lot of, like fourth wall breaking? Yeah. It kind of throws off the same vibes as Doki Doki Literature Club, but without the fourth wall breaking. Um, but it's this spooky, like you're, you're playing this card game. and you're With anime schoolgirls? No. Oh, no. okay. Okay. Some so different vibes. Creepy monster thing. Um I'm basically enemy schoolgirls. Enemy schoolgirls, basically. <laughs> um, it's it probably a tentacle monster. Um, oh. Anyways, there's this like it. It's kind of like this spooky thing where you, you uh, the the sort of like the the core gameplay mechanic is you're playing this card game against uh, this this entity, 
Um, and it's kind of like spooky. It's not a the, horse, is it? No. Okay. No, no horse girls. Um, or horse people <laughs> in general. Uh, that we, we generally, as a general rule, frown upon those things. Um, but, so I have been playing that. Um, and I'm probably, because I, I wanted to play something a little spooky. Um, just mm-hmm. sort of on my own. Like this is the time of the year where I, I sort of dip into that. And it had been sitting on my backlog. And I felt like too, in addition to the fact that like, uh, cause I had done a talk TRG episode with Logan and he sold me on dredge. So yeah. I did yeah. pick up and, like, and I had kind of been like just eyeballing. I had been side eyeing dredge for a while. Like it had got on my radar. Um, I want to say last year, even like I, th- I think I saw a video pop up for it and I was like, Oh, this looks really, really cool. Um, keep an eye on it. And then it came out and uh, I just kind of was always like, like I said, side-eyeing it a little bit. And it was like on my yeah. wish list on PlayStation. I was like, oh. and then uh, Logan was like, it is the, he, he said, it's probably like his favorite surprise game of the year. Um, yeah. And it's got like spooky vibes. So I'm like, okay, cool. Mm. Like, so I'm going to try and like, kind of chew through those in addition to the our, our spooptober game um which we will probably be talking about here shortly so i yeah, did man. take a, another positive one um so i'm at plus three total right now okay um and and you know i guess like i have plans i'm not going to probably end at negative 11 but i think um especially with marvel snap out of the equation I could probably get down to the negatives uh, at some point in time, even mm-hmm. though I am operating, you know, kind of in the positives right now. So, uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll sort of hash all of that out here in a little bit. But yeah, we uh, will. I think you know it's time to sort of roll into the part of the show where we we give you the plugs and. Uh, you know, obviously, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, uh, you know about the backlog beatdown, the the meta that we run all year long. Um, where basically the gist is, uh, you buy games, you add points, you play games, you take away points, and the 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 goal is to have the lowest score possible at the end of the year. Um, but the official app of the backlog beatdown is none other than the GG app, uh, an app, a letterbox style app for your video game collection designed by our our fellow our our friend uh, charles watson Mm -hmm. and uh he's got a ton of neat features on it uh you can rate and review the games that you play you can see what your friends are playing uh you can cultivate these different lists uh and which is actually how we keep track of our scores like we keep custom lists uh for all of our acquisitions and then for all of the games that we uh we we beat and then even when you're you're sort of organizing your game collection, you can sort of tack a bunch of different statuses on them. So, you know, you've heard us talk about like rolling credits. So we beat in the game. There's a, mm-hmm. a category for completing the game. So it's like, you know, if you get a platinum or you 100% it, uh, that's a completion. You can abandon games, you can shelve games, you can create a, a wish list. There's a, a ton of really cool features in the app. Um, 
and we really like it and we really like what charles is doing over there and uh it's uh, it's for free 99 it's worth checking out and if you really like what he's doing for five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year you can join the elite tier which gets access to early builds and a special role in his uh, Discord server and a little more access to him and just sort of helping to shape the, the app as a general rule. Um, so if you guys are interested, check that out. We really think it's, it's, we think it's pretty cool. Uh, in addition, other things that we hope that you enjoy and maybe want to throw money at, it's us, it's this podcast. Um, so, we have a, a like so many other podcasts out there. We have a Patreon, and what we really want to do is sort of encourage you to look at it as a bit of a tip jar. So, if you've done the rating and the reviewing on the podcatcher of your choice, and if you haven't, please do. That helps. Um, if you've done the sharing and the caring, you know, and you're looking for a way to go a little bit above and beyond, we have a Patreon, and for as little as a buck a month you can get access to an exclusive podcast called The Bro Hang, which is just a lot more stream of consciousness. Josh and I just sort of like, well, for lack of a better, we, we bloviate. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's actually like a, a pretty good term. Um, they like to bloviate. Stop. No. <laughs> Isn't that what that hole's for? You, you're so cut off. bloviate? You're cut off. Shut your, <laughs> shut your hole. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but there's there's the bro hang uh there's early and uncut access to each and every episode alongside a video feed uh there's also an exclusive role in our our discord server and uh, you have a little more access to us um so in addition to that each patron has the opportunity to nominate a topic or a game for us to cover uh in the coming year um which is something that we'll actually be revisiting here, not in a bad way, but um, talking about here a little bit later on. Um, so uh, last, but certainly not least, um, we alongside uh, Paul, the techno funk boy, uh, Lytle, Wesley Ray, the henchin dad himself, and Nicholas Porch, AKA Porcho, uh, are all members of the Playwell network. Uh, you know, each one of these guys uh, basically does content, sort of examining recreation and entertainment, or or approaching recreation and entertainment in in different ways. Uh, like Paul does a lot of actual play stuff right now. His current project, his most up to date project, is uh, the Thorns of War, which is a Dragonlands podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Wesley, uh, his his current project, and and they there's a there's a website. Uh, do we have a link in the the show notes for that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Playwellnetwork.com. So yeah, playwellnetwork.com. Um, you want to see all the other projects, but in, in addition to the current sort of offerings, but Wes has Retronym, which is sort of a nostalgia based pot podcast. Um, it's video game central. Like it's, it's, it's kind of our focus primarily focused on video games, but he does veer off into a little bit of other territory. Like I think one of his more, more recent episodes is on Dr. Who. Yeah. Um, I actually just listened to the monk episode. Um, okay. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh, you cheeky boy. Oh, you cheeky, <laughs> cheeky boy. Um, but then, uh, and then Porcho's got uh, Nothing New Under the Porch, which is kind of like, I think that the the way that I really am I'm sort of selling on describing it, it's like if the backlog breakdown were sort of like the Babylon Bee, 
Um, but with, I think, a better sense of humor than both of those, um, which, you know, again, that's maybe subjective, maybe. But uh, yeah. you kind of have nothing new under the porch. Uh, each episode is like 30 to 40 minutes, and he does like, he talks a little bit about video games. Um, but he's, he sort of adds in all sorts of like, you know, fun little like, well, bad accents and fun news stories. And uh, he's just very dry about it too, which is something mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate. I appreciate the, just sort of like the the straight man shtick. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I, I, I kind of froze up there for a second. Sorry about that. It's <laughs> such good radio. You're going to have to edit that out on post, Josh. Um, but, you know, alongside these guys, Again, you know, we're all part of the Playwell Network. We really like them. We like the content that they make, and we think that it's worth checking out. And with that being said, here's a word from one of them. Excuse me. May I have a moment of your time to talk about the wonder and beauty of tokusatsu? See, tokusatsu is a Japanese word for special effects and usually refers to the super fun TV shows you watched as a kid with those heroes wearing spandex and those giant rubber monsters and cool explosions and awesome transformations. (sighs) So cool. I happen to be a big fan of it and run a podcast about the entire genre. So if you could just, like, I don't know, subscribe and, and take a listen to my episodes, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's called Henshin Dad Podcast, and it's it's kind of awesome, <laughs> or at least my, my mom thinks so, but she still hasn't reviewed it on iTunes yet, no. But anyway, thanks for your time. Just just check it out, the Henshin Dad Podcast. It's on Anchor, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, Okay, okay bye. And... We're back. So, Josh, tonight, you know, um, it's been a while, and we, we haven't really done a state-of-the-podcast sort of thing, which is fine. Um, and I don't think that's actually what we're going to do tonight. But this is maybe a little um, tangent to that, little adjacent to that, like it's um, or adjacent to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it would be kind of interesting to maybe talk about sort of what we've got lined up for the rest of the year um, because we've got three months left um, and we do have like you know we could talk a little bit about some of the episodes planned um, but we we do have some patron games that we still need to record episodes for mm-hmm. um, and we also have like some just personal games that we kind of want to like knock out before the end of the year so I thought it would be I don't know maybe a fun kind of easy breezy conversation to talk about how we kind of want to round out the the year. Um, yeah. So I think it kind of goes without saying. Um, we should also maybe just take this time to announce uh, our Spooptober game. And I think we've talked about it before and we probably announced it before, but yeah. um, as the first official episode of October, we're going to be playing through Faith, the Unholy Trinity. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a PC game. It was put forward by... Uh, friend of the show paul um Mm -hmm. the 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 fun part about that is paul will openly admit that he is too much of a chicken i can't wait to hear what he's good what he has to Uh, say when he's done with this game flat out told us he will not play it because he's a giant chicken um (laughs) he's a giant chicken (laughs) it's chicken boo (laughs) it's chicken boo (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's the techno funk boo. <laughs> oh. 
we amuse ourselves, uh, well, it's it's getting late, so there's probably like a little bit of like sleep deprivation going on, but also eh, that that was that was some of my better work. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, uh, like yeah. But uh, Paul, Paul was like, "Hey, this might like if you guys don't have a Spooptober game, this might be a good entry." But I will not be playing it because uh, it looks way too heckin' scary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, uh, looking at it, I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, it does look a little spooky, so um, mm-hmm. uh, but we we have acquired uh, copies of this game. And we will be sort of uh, playing it here, you know, over over the next month, over the next like three, four weeks. And we'll kind of our last episode of the month, we'll get together and we'll uh, talk about it. So uh, if if for any listeners, if you want to check it out, it's a it's a PC game. I think it's available on Steam, but we got ours yeah. through uh, itch.io. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. wanted to see. However, the closest way to just support the guy who made it. Yeah, because um, and and dude. people are like, you know, uh, the unholy trinity, faith, the unholy trinity. Uh, that does not like you guys are a Christian podcast, and we're like, well, uh-huh. yeah, but uh, fun fun fact: uh, the the guy who made it is actually a believer, mm-hmm. um, or a professing Christian. Which, uh, yeah, uh, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, I think we're both going into this thing pretty blind. Uh, right. What we do know about it is it's sort of like that Commodore 64 style graphics. Um, so, yeah. But uh, that still leaves like, you know, one, we have more than a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do have like left in a year and we do have some that we have plans for like uh next episode that the listeners will be hearing is unless something goes absolutely just bonkers should be the 3d final fantasy book club episode um mm-hmm. and then uh october 30th you know the week of october 30th you and i will record the uh swooptober 2023 faith and holy trinity um but then we have actually there four more there after that there are only four episodes left in the year, um, and so here's the thing you know you p- guys probably listen to the plugs, and we're going to have to sort of suss this out with the the patrons, but I think, and you know some of it is just making a bit of an executive decision too is like I think this year has just kind of been absolutely buck wild. In a lot of ways, um, yeah. I mean, you do have a son now, so yeah, that makes that makes quite a bit of difference. I I have a son, um, and I've had him for a while, but um, he's officially well. Mine. Yes, the end of last year, right? Wasn't it December of last year? It was or November. Misremember last year. Oh, it was November. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, so he's almost a year old. Um, wow. Man, yeah, man. here here in a few days, he will be eleven months. <laughs> uh, yeah as at the time of recording here so but it so i've had that but then you with the job and the job search and and yeah. with packing up and moving so patrons we will at some point in time you know you will have to check the patreon we'll sort of hammer out some of the details some of the we, we have a list of some of the patron nominations and uh we now we like we do have a couple nominations, so like you know, Porcho nominated uh, Elden Ring, mm-hmm. and but he did 
just say like, hey, if you guys, you know, sometime in the next year. So that'll get pushed off. And then Wes kind of kind of deferred his uh, until uh, next year because it's the Persona 3 remake that we'll be be tackling. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there are a couple in there's like a couple like uh, Mark Erickson had Outer Wilds and Mark Kozlowski had, uh, which Mark K, I hope I said your your last name correctly. Uh, If I didn't, uh, feel free to ridicule me. Mark K um, nominated Halo. And so mm-hmm. you played through Halo. I did, yes. With Ollie yep. um, not too long mm-hmm. ago. And so I'll probably just snag like a, a month or two of Ultimate and uh, play through it mm. on Game Pass Ultimate that way. I mean, I could just, I guess, pick it up. Yeah, yeah, either Master way. Chief Collections on Master sale. Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, and we have a couple others. I know Alec uh, Alex had sort of mentioned Chain Echoes, but I don't know if he had ever mm-hmm. confirmed with us. So, guys, we'll have to sort of like sit down and sort of hammer out some stuff with you guys on that um, because we very much like want to honor those commitments, but this has been sort of a remarkably hectic year um <laughs> in in some ways so yeah um but in addition to that um they're just like personal games that i think you know i i i'd like to play still yeah. like you yeah. know i sort of shared with you i have four games this year that i would like to beat before the end of the year mm-hmm. in addition to all the other stuff that i want to try and get done um but i would like to finally sort of like close the the book on Link's Awakening because uh-huh. um, I've yeah. kind of had that sort of hanging out for a while. Uh, I want to finally close the door on Eco because I've been okay. screwing around yeah. with that one for a while. Um, then Ghost of Tsushima. I want to roll credits on that and then maybe nice. kind of like just turn that into like sort of a long play completion thing, like just sort of screwing around with that. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. And, uh, you know, I've got Sea of Stars, obviously, that I want to sort of double back around to. Metroid Prime. Yeah, so, yeah, Prime? I've got a pile of stuff. Or, or not Dread. Prime, uh, Dread. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I have the Prime remake too. So, oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, so there's, I mean, there's stuff in, in all of this where it's like, I, there's there's like a few there's a handful of games that I want to sort of dig into before the end of the year. How about you, Josh? Like where yeah. like which hopefully if I can manage to knock out most of this stuff, we'll actually and what's what's what is also helpful is that uh Outer Wilds is on my backlog. Um Okay. So if we tackle that, um yeah. Nice. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll have to swing around to that one. Um so for me, I look at, you know, like, like you preface kind of everything is just how strange the past year has been. Um, and, you know, I, of course, I've talked to some friends who are like, well, yeah, now's the time to play Elden Ring, uh, you know, since you don't have a job. Like, when are you going to ever have this much free time? And while, yes, on the one hand, that's true. Um, on the other hand, it's also my free time has been, you know, kind of looking for a job and also I have three young kids and so don't really play Elden Ring too much around them. 
Um, so it's really relegated to after they go to bed and then, you know, stuff like that. Like I just, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a very strange year. Uh, one where I generally, and, and you hear me throughout, you know, throughout this podcast, I like to, I like to set goals. I like to set routines as well to help me. Cause I'm generally a pretty easygoing guy. Um, so I like to have those kind of guardrails to, to kind of guide me and to push me forward. And so, um, without being able to establish much of a routine because I don't know what the future looks like. Um, it's, it's just been, it's just been difficult to set aside time. So as, as you guys know, I've talked about this multiple times. My primary time for gaming has been on the elliptical. Um, so, you know, Tears of the Kingdom has been great in 30, 45 minute, one hour spurts, you know, things like that, which is why it's taken me so long to, to finally finish that game. Um, and so in the immediate future, okay, so we're listing our house this week. Um, we're going to be moving in with my parents for about a week or so, um, just while we show the house, have open houses, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I'm not really going to be able to bring like a whole console outside of the switch. Um, which is not, I was going to say not ideal. I love playing my switch. It's just like the games on my list that I wanted to get done, uh, or not necessarily on that console. So I'll have to think through that. Um, but all that said, that's all just kind of a preface of like, oh, this is where I'm at in life. Cause then frankly, you know, moving, there's moving. Okay. And then when we're done moving, there's like figuring out what life feels like after that. I was going to use a phrase, but I know that Paul made fun of me for it. Um, but what, what life feels like normally <laughs> once, uh, once we kind of set our, our routines in, in, you know, a different state, in a different context, in a different church, like all these things. So I imagine that video games will not necessarily be a high priority at that point. Um, but I, we'll see. We'll see. It may afford me some time, but I really don't know. But I, I so all that said, I'm going to plan for not having very much time <laughs> to play very many video mm-hmm. games. Um, and with that, uh, I think after Tears of the Kingdom and now with Elden Ring, and I haven't touched Elden Ring in quite a while, probably a month or so at this point. Um, with those two, playing those two, uh, and, and still needing to continue in Elden Ring, I uh, by the end of the year, I probably will not finish another big game. Um, it'll probably be small games and chipping away at Elden Ring at mm-hmm. this point. Um, what I'm looking at, like you mentioned, like we are talked about, announced, I want to play through Faith. Um, and so that that's simple enough. I say it's only to Switch, but something that I can play simply on my laptop because something tells me that that game is going to run just fine on my laptop. I'm not going to need any extra processing power for it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't imagine. <laughs> not with it uh, looking like a Commodore. 64 I don't. Game. I don't imagine that you need like a, a beefy, nasty right uh, graphics card. <laughs> just- and, yeah. Yeah, and and frankly, part of the reason I played through uh, Mario Run next was because after I beat Tears of the Kingdom, I'm just like, okay, what else can I like play? You know, because th- there wasn't much on the Switch. Most of the games that I had kind of listed out for the rest of the year were on console, um, and I've packed away some of the consoles, <laughs> uh, so they're they're a little more difficult to get to. So, um, yeah. I I don't foresee very many big games being played. I'll probably chip away at some smaller ones. Um, I do have a list on GG of games, and so some of the games that I would like to play through, um, 
you know, I, I have bravely default two on here. I'm not going to get around to it this year. It's just not like, I'm not, I say that I might shoot myself in the foot, you know, come like November or so and be like, Oh, I really want to play another JRPG, another huge JRPG. Let me just go ahead and boot this up and see if I like it. And then eight hours in, Oh, I'm, you know, condemned to play the rest of this thing because I love it. Um, Anyways, from this vantage point, like I, I'm not sure about that. Chroma Squad is a strategy JRPG, not JRPG, it's an RPG, um, that I started and I really enjoyed, but I hadn't gone back to, and I can play that one on my laptop. So that one is certainly um, in the running. I might go back to that. Blaster Master Zero is another one that I was thinking about, just, just looking around on Switch, because um, it was something I had on my list for this year. Um, and then out of the blue, I was just thinking about games the other day. And this one just kind of, I don't know why the Sega Genesis came to mind because I, I didn't grow up with one, um, but my cousins had one. And so when we would visit my cousins, we would play uh, Genesis. And there was one game that I really enjoyed. And I remember getting pretty far in it. And they were just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you know, like you got this far because they didn't play it very often. And that was Vector Man. I've never beaten this game and I have the Genesis collection on switch. And so I might just kind of, you know, out of the blue decide that, uh, I want to play vector man. So that could be fun too. Um, you know, I, I had, uh, I looked into metal gear solid two as well. That might be something that could be fun, but we'll really have to see, um, outside of that, it, it, I'm I'm just looking at kind of console games here. I'd like to go back to Scarlet Nexus and pick that up because I did enjoy that quite a bit. And then there's also Bionic Commando Rearmed is the final one that I'll mention just because, you know, I'd started that one and it was it was in our draft that we had tried to kind of go through that. So that could be another fun one, but we'll see about that. You know, with that Metal Gear Solid remaster stuff coming out. That's right. I've been, because Micah has always been a huge proponent of like, right. and this might give us the opportunity to revisit Metal Gear Solid 1 in a yeah. playable way. So uh, there's, no well, and that kind of leads, I guess, so going through all of that and sort of like looking at, because there's a ton of stuff too that it's like, I'm kind of like, I've got like these little like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe like, right, you know, right. There's always like these little games and um I still have like Sentinel Sentinel 13. Oh um, yeah, I guess Rim. Aegis Rim, you're, yeah. You're thinking of yeah. Yeah, like cuz like I have that installed and I side eye it all the time and ah. I'm like is this the time that I want to pull the trigger on that? <laughs> um And so there there's a ton of stuff like that cuz I mean that in a lot of ways that's what inscription was. It was like it was in my library. I was like, okay. "Oh, like I want some some spooky vibes." Um so there's that. Um, but like there, I think that the other thing too is like, you know, and everybody's, everybody has said it. This has been the year of the banger, right? Which is, yeah. and I know I've been terrible about it this year. Um, <laughs> but like this, this month alone, we've got, uh, Alan Wake, which is, you know, definitely gonna have like spooky vibes yeah with that game yeah um and i'm super stoked for that but then uh starfield came out and mm -hmm. but, th but this month like spider-man comes out spider-man 2 comes out and i'm like and alan wake 2 like and i'm kind of like 
oh, like <laughs> I, there was a part of me that like meant to just sort of like, like play a whole bunch of other stuff and then kind of like be ready to like add them to the tally. Um, yeah. But the reality is like, I think, and, and sort of even sort of, you know, I said we'd sort of double back on this or come back around this, but I think like, you know, so with Marvel Snap, it really just like ate up, it became like the default, like, oh, this is the thing I'm going to play. Sure. And so there was so much stuff, I think, where that just didn't get any attention and Snap just ate up all of that time. Um, mm -hmm. So some of it was that, but I think it was also just, it's, it's kind of like you said, it was just sort of the nature of the, the sort of season of life because it's yeah. like, there just really wasn't an opportunity for a lot of like what I'm calling like deeper gaming. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's going to be kind of like a tough one to navigate. Um, I think for me it's because too, it's like now that he's kind of moving around and stuff, a lot of that, well, there, there's changes there too. And like right. some, like, you know, you don't want to think like you're being a bad parent. Right. <laughs> but it's like, there are times we just turn on the TV because we're like, dude, we need to get stuff done, buddy. And like, we can't be entertaining you 20, yeah. you know, 24 seven. Right. Um, which is maybe bad parenting, but oh, well, definitely. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, buddy. Uh, we're, we're we're trying to make sure that he's watching at least at somewhat uh, reasonable stuff. But then it's like you know we have one TV in the house, and Megan watches a lot of TV. Well, watches more than I do. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to make it sound like she's just always watching TV because she does work and she does a lot of other things as well. Yeah. But that's kind of like where video games are my primary means of recreation. Like she just watches shows. Sure. Um, that's like kind of one of, one of her big things. Um, so I did order that. I did pre-order that uh, PlayStation portal. Oh, um, I just I have the pre-order sitting. I don't know whether okay. I'm going to, if I'm going to keep it or not. Or scalp but, it. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not going to scalp it. I might just cancel the pre-order um, depending gotcha. on what we're kind of looking at. Uh, financially but i was like because it's 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 a pre-order so they're just holding it for me uh but anyways so that and i and it kind of like because like i have done a good bit more gaming on my backbone okay and the backbone yeah. is nice right but it's also a little kind of inconvenient because then okay like, there are times where i'm on the backbone and um like you know, Discord, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening in Discord. Mm -hmm. And and so it's like all the, or I'm getting text messages and all the notifications are popping up. And so it, it's kind of like, it's it's really convenient, except for when it isn't. And it's like, there's yeah. that part of me where it's like, I don't mind, I'll probably keep the backbone because I, you know, I'll, I'll still use it from time to time, especially if I'm playing a mobile game that has like, you know, controller support. Um, that way I don't have to hook up a, a separate controller. Yeah. But I think I'm like, like I am the perfect, like sort of like uh, use case for <laughs> the, the portal. 
Um, which is sort of been interesting because there are a lot of people like, who's this for? Who's this for? And it's like, apparently a lot of people because <laughs> it has sold out um, pretty much everywhere it has gone to market. Um, so, um, which has been really, I, you know, and I, I, I was way more, I was way more hyped on this thing than I think a lot of people. And that still surprised me. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. But initial, I mean, I, it, that's a very good sign. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't mean to just, you know, pee in your Kool-Aid or whatever, but usually with stuff don't like this, my Cheerios, they do, Josh. Gross. Um, they do tend to, you know, have a good initial launch. I mean, I think of something like the steam deck that was like out of stock forever. Um, and I, f- I do feel like that one's a bit more, um, uh, wide ranging though. Um, yeah, this is just, it's just a streaming device. It's yeah. a dual show. It's a dual sense controller slapped onto a screen. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm curious but, to see though if it has uh, if it has legs is that the right term if it like continues to sell or if it's just kind of the initial rush because I you know I made yeah. a joke about scalping I'm sure a lot of oh, these dude. things are just purchased to scalp them our buddies in Canada basically um, said like I think confirmed as much that they're pretty okay. sure like the scalpers just like gobbled these things up yeah. Um, so we'll, I mean, we'll see. Right, right. Yeah, we'll that's see. that's all it is. is yeah, we'll but see. yeah, it's like for me, it's going to be like the perfect like use case. And it's like my my experience with it, and I've talked about it before, is like if you're using like 5G, like wireless mm-hmm. in your home, it's a great connect. It's, it's pretty, and you have decent internet. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great machine. Like, nice. It's, it'll, it'll be fine. Um. So I just, I'm, I'm excited because it'll give me, like, it'll let them have access to the TV and still give me a reasonable sort of way to play games. Yeah, that makes part. sense. See that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I am a, a, a perfect use case. Like, right. And I think that's, I think, like, just in the online spaces that I've been sort of, like, talking about it from time to time, there are a lot of dudes like when people are like, who's this for there? I think there are a lot of like dads are like me. <laughs> like it's my family uses the TV. Uh, I might be able to play video games from time to time, you know, on a half decent screen. Yeah. And, and frankly, I mean, that's, that's kind of smart on Sony's part of recognizing their core audience is not actually, you know, the 18 year olds, but it's the, 30-year-olds, you know, the, the, the gamer dads. Yes, you're right. Exactly. Exactly. It's that, that gamer dad energy, bro. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just sort of, like I said, I and I thought like, it'd just be kind of a an interesting conversation to have sort of talking about like, and, and I think the thing is like, we're both kind of like saying like, well, we're going to, we've got like a short list of things that we'd like to try and like crank out. Like my goal is really, I would like to end in the negatives again this year. Like, cause you know, even if it's small, anything, a little bit of negative is better than, you know, yeah, not for negative sure. at all. I mean, and that's the thing about the, the beatdown meta is like, yeah, it's, it's there as a general rule of thumb. Yeah. I think too, um, I guess sort of like talking about just like, you know, we, we, we sort of looked at it and we've got 
basically four episodes that we need to account for. Um, and one of those is obviously going to be our year-end recap. So we're probably going to talk about just sort of what 2024 is going to hold as far as the podcast goes. Yeah, and Maybe go over our top 100 list a little bit again. Um, so it's, we really only got three episodes left, man. Mm-hmm. So... It's it's kind of wild that the year has just kind of ripped by. It, like yeah, that. yeah, it is. It is crazy that it's already October. Um, you know, but but here we are. I mean, it makes us sound like old men, but it's it's true. I mean, you know, I, I hate to to you know just say this, keep saying the same thing over and over again, but it's just been a very strange year, um, a year that turned out very different than the way that I would have expected. Um, and but I'm also. Wise. Yes, right, right, exactly. Um, but also I'm excited for the future. Yeah. I, I don't know how much of it will, you know, allow me to continue to play video games, uh, in what capacity I will still continue to be able to play. But I think I think I'll be in a better place, you know, at the end of the year to kind of assess that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, although I say that, it might be that by the time we've moved, <laughs> it'll already be holidays and then, there's no settling down. It's just like this is the holiday season, so prepare oh, dude, yourself your, for holidays. Your holiday season is about to get a lot busier. Bro. <laughs> you're gonna start yeah. feeling some of that mailman crunch. Yeah, right. Like, right. You're gonna be like, man, December's just it's it's packed. I'm gonna look at you and be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me about it, pal. Um, yeah, man. Well, and I think to, you know what though, too, you might. You might start side eyeing like something like the PS Portal, like a streaming pad. Be like, take just take that up on your, you know, you get on the elliptical. Mm-hmm. You, you know, just like you're like, I, I need to play something a little more substantial than Switch games. Yeah, or or maybe maybe you'll be an early adopter of the Super Switch. <laughs> Man, who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I have such a big backlog right now. I don't, I don't foresee me getting another console anytime soon. Uh, is PS Portal only uh, compatible with PS Five? I think so. PS Four also. Okay, I think it is yeah. only PS. Well, so I, I think it's it's just re, it's compatible with remote play. Okay, um, gotcha. You'll have to look into it, but I I do think like the the price point, and it's just one of those things where the price point is always a little prohibitive with Sony products. Sure. Um, but I'm a sucker. They got me. They got sure. my number. Yeah. No. I mean, it sounds. Yeah. It sounds like there are certainly use cases for it. Because yeah, I mean, I I would probably be playing more PlayStation games if I could um, play it on a portal. So it's it's tempting, um, but. Uh, if it's only for PS5, then I do not see spending seven hundred dollars <laughs> in order to play. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a reasonable <laughs> investment to you. I mean, that sounds perfectly reasonable to me. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> I I do I'll still have to buy another car right now, so there there are other expenses that uh, are much more pressing. I, I mean, you guys are talking like you're going to try and get like close to the church. You could just walk to church. You know, you guys don't need a. Vehicle. You know, that's true. And maybe I could spin it as like a, a celebratory, <laughs> like oh, we're here, we're moved. I have a new job celebration it's only Sam's probably listening to this saying like if, if she ever listens just to this laughing. episode she's gonna just, just be like laughing you're, you're dead to me Nate uh, yeah she's gonna tell you she's like you know what Josh you have to stop doing the podcast Nate's a bad influence <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but um. In in I well I would add as well like with the year winding down, I would be curious to hear from anyone listening what games you're looking forward to playing over the next few months, kind of yeah. as we finish up the year, and any recommendations that you'd have as well of games like because again I'm not in the headspace of like hey another sixty hour you know grand. RPG or whatever. Mm. And I say that a little side tangent. I'd mentioned it last episode, but I really want to play Octopath 2 next year. Like, I think mm. that's going to be my next huge game. I think I'm going to bypass you... Bravely Default 2 and jump into Octopath. So, and here's the thing is like, I, I know that, and you don't get into huge games too, too often. Right. But kind of what I've found is that. I have room for like one or two of those a year. Yeah. Like, and bandwidth. And I think it, it'll be interesting to see how this sort of like shakes out for you. But I think like that's honestly kind of like that's to me, that seems like a healthy cadence. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering like what you'll like coming into next year, kind of if that'll prove true for you as well. Right. Right. Cause I could also, yeah, I could also see myself you know, come like late November, just being, getting the itch again. It's like, yeah. maybe I'm not going to wait till next year. You know, maybe I'll just start it. Um, Cause I feel like I, I'm pretty sure I did that with Etrian Odyssey two last year. Like I started it towards the end of the year cause I didn't finish it until January. So I got the points this year. And but. we've, and we've got like, I mean, we're going to have um, Persona three for Wes. That's true. So right off oh, the crack. So, so like, that's going to be like sort of, a way to start off the year. So that's like, I'm already kind of like budgeting that in for like, yeah. that's, that's just going to be a bigger game. Yeah. Um, well, and, and if you're, if you're going to be playing Elden Ring too, that's another huge one. So, yeah. So th- those might be like my, my big energy games. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. And I, maybe everything will just sort of be like a little like slower, lower key kind of mm-hmm. stuff, man. Our patrons hate us. <laughs> uh. No dude. Persona three is so good. I can't wait. I know. I can't I wait. Know. Like, it, I, I think it's, it's, I'm glad that we're going with that version because it's, um, I mean, that that's kind of to me, like, I look at it, like, that's the ideal mm-hmm. sort of circumstances. Yeah. Where it's like, give me those, like, quality of life sort of improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that sort of, like, I guess leads me into the question is like, Looking at the rest of the year, is there anything else coming out this year? Like, well, I guess for you, it's like Super Super Mario Wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, are you like curiosity peaked on that at all? Or honestly, not necessarily. Um, I mean, I love Mario games. I think it's going to be a great Mario game, um, but it's not something that makes me say that I'm going to need to get it day one kind of a deal. And I mean, frankly, it's going to hold its value. So whether you get it day one or whether you wait, you know, six months or whatever, it's probably not going to be much cheaper. Um, But I also just don't need another game on the backlog at this point. Mm -hmm. So I don't foresee, yeah, I don't foresee picking it up anytime soon. Um, Even unless there's something, and and frankly, I haven't watched all the the trailers. Like I've watched a few and, and it looks really good. Uh, but I, I, you know, maybe if I hear more, maybe the hype train will sw- sweep me away. Uh, Cause I could totally swing that as like a game for the kids for Christmas or something along those lines. Cause my kids would love it. They love, I mean, yeah. Ollie's been playing Super Mario Maker on Wii U lately. Um, so 
he would love it. And, and maybe that, yeah, maybe that's how I will pick it up is like, you know, swing it as a multiplayer game with my kids. But, um, as, as it stands right now, um, I could, I could wait on that because I have so many other great games to play. What about the Super Mario RPG remake? Uh, that one, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the remake is really bringing to the table. Um, frankly, uh, I think it's great that they're re-releasing it, but there's so many other ways to play it. I mean, I have the Super Nintendo Mini, um, and is it on the the Switch? I guess it's probably not on the Switch Online, um, just because they're making a remake of it. So I think it's fantastic yeah. that they're doing that. I think it's really cool. Um, but it's not enough to make me want to spend another, I think, 50 bucks, right? I think it's a little cheaper um, for some up I mean, as far as I know, there aren't any quality of life differences. I mean, it's a remake, so I'm sure it'll feel a little different. But again, to me, like, I, I, yes, I think it's super cool, but I, I don't care to spend the money on it when I could play yeah. the original. So you're not sort of like the diehard on that. I know that might be a little bit of a shocking revelation. Oh no, because I do love that game, Super Mario RPG. It's also um, it's also a game that I grew up with, and so uh, yeah, I love the game, and I, I've, I've frankly I've already beaten it. So honestly, it would be more like a a game that I would play around my kids. Like maybe my kids won't actually play the game but they would probably have a lot of fun watching me play the game something along those lines or maybe it's something that uh, that I could take my kids along with me you know hand them the controller and kind of play with them that could be cool um but it, I I just also feel like I could do that with the original Super Nintendo game as well so I don't it, it, there's I guess just, it's just the value proposition of like is it really worth the $50 to play a newer version of the game or just play the old version of the game that I already own? Like there's not, I I don't know how much of a difference the remake is actually going to make in terms of quality of life and whether that, whether or not that's actually going to be a $50 proposition, like whether that's going to be worth it. So that's where I stand on super Mario RPG. Um, even though, again, I think it's super cool that they're re-releasing it because uh, even just the fact that they are going back to that series because there was never a sequel um, is is exciting because I'd love for them to to do a sequel to Mario RPG. You know, a Mario RPG two. Now that's something I would I would plop some money down on. Uh, that would be that would be super cool to see something like that. Um, and maybe that's what they're doing with this remake. You know, maybe, um, between the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door and this being re-released, maybe they're saying, okay, we know these are really good games, but will they actually sell? Like, we know we have this audience of people who will at least, um, who, who, like, online, uh, say that they really like these games, but will they actually sell? And if they do, okay, then maybe we should make more games like this. You know, maybe Paper Mario should go back to the Thousand Year Door type of game 
maybe we should go ahead and make that Mario RPG 2 because we're in a place where uh where you know we're buddy buddy with Square Enix again and we're willing to go in to make a sequel. So I think they're they're both uh the releases of those games both Mar- the Mario RPG remake and Paper Mario Thousand Year Door I think they signal some really cool things and really cool possibilities. Um, I just don't know that I personally will spend the money on either of those when I could just play the originals. Yeah. Well, um, I don't, I mean, I'm sure that there's a ton of stuff that we could sort of like chew the fat on and, and dig up, but uh, I, I just, one, it's late. Two, mm-hmm. we've been having some connection issues. Um, mm-hmm. And so just for, I think, and you know what, like honestly, this kind of just feels like we're kind of landing this in a good place. So why don't we kind of just wrap this up, Josh, and uh, kind of yeah, wind down sure. here? Um, but and and I think you know. So let's just start off. Are, are there you know? Are you bringing any shout outs to the table tonight? You know, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but I'm throwing you under the bus because you didn't have one last time. It's true, <clears throat> I didn't. And the only thing that I could think to shout out, it's funny because I didn't realize uh, this is the same person that I shouted out last time. Um, the, the shout out this week goes to Wesley Ray for releasing a Henshin Dad episode on Doctor Who on the Retronym, retronym feed. Okay. That's, that's your shout out? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I just thought it, I thought it was kind of funny because it was basically a Henshin Dad episode. I thought it was funny. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. That's <laughs> that's fair. Um, he he told but us he was it. he was done with the Henshin Dad, and then he's like, "But um, I'm still doing Doctor Who." Yeah, and that's like, dude, I I love the fact too, like his reasoning. He's like, "Listen, is it going to be a lot about video games? Yeah, sure, but there's other stuff in here too, mm-hmm. um, which lends it more to like a, a nostalgia kind of podcast." Um, I think, you know, and I did it as far as our social media shout out, um, the other day, but just shout out to TRG. They hit 250 episodes. Um, Logan's been sort of, yeah, you know, at the helm of that, um, since the, since the get go and uh, it's just kind of cool and it's just, uh, yeah. So congrats, uh, TRG. Way to go. Like way to go guys. That's, uh, that's really cool. Um, love. All the iterations over there, you know, um, mm-hmm. Jonathan, uh, then Adam, uh, then yeah. Solo Logan, and then uh, most recently uh, Logan and uh, our buddy Micah. You know, just love all of it. It's uh, good stuff. Good people over there. So yeah, man. Uh, here's here's hoping for 250 more episodes. Yeah, that would be sick. That'd be. Oh, that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Um, but like that being it. said, uh, yeah, and this, we did manage to forget a form, but I think it's, it's both, it's just kind of like in, in keeping with a, like a lot is a lot, just, there's been a lot of things going on, but we yeah. haven't talked about like personal challenges, right. um, in a few episodes. And so, um, what I'm going to say is like, I really need to get into the habit of journaling again, like. I have been struggling with that for a while and I'm, I'm starting to not get, not get too into the weeds here, but I really think that, um, that process is good for me, not just spiritually, but I think like, as far as as like mental health goes, because it does give me sort of a way to process things. 
Yeah. And not just kind of live in my own head. So I, I really do think that um, I just need to get back into the habit of journaling again. So that's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and just journal more this week. And actually, you know, you mentioned Wes, at one point in time, he noticed me on my backbone and he was like, have you journaled yet today? And I was like, no. Oh, nice. And I was like, I was like, you know, that, that good call Wes. So yeah, Wes, Wes gets a, gets a little bit of a, a, a double shout out. Cause like he, nice. he, he called me out. He kind of, <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's, that's I my like personal challenge for the, cool. the coming next couple of weeks. Yeah. And, you know, as I was thinking about just challenges in general, you know, I mentioned earlier how routine has kind of been thrown out the window lately. Um, mm-hmm. and just with everything going on and that's, it's going to continue to be like that for a while. Um, that said, I shouldn't allow that to therefore, you know, I, I throw away at least the things that I wanted to kind of pick up and carry with these challenges. And so sorry for like, sorry, not sorry for kind of being just reiterating things that I've already talked about and that I've already wanted to, you know, habits I wanted to install. Um, but I do still have reminders going off on my phone that I just kind of dismiss throughout the day Mm. of, of reading multiple times a day, reading scripture multiple times a day. Um, so I mean, this is a good way to publicly just say, Hey, I'm not doing very good at that. Um, and I would like to be better because no matter whether, I mean, sure, there, there are some days where, you know, I'm out at a family event or something and it's 12 o'clock and, you know, I'm not going to stop and, and read necessarily if I'm in the middle of doing something else. Um, but uh, that, that should be the exception rather than the rule. Um, especially if this is something that I want to challenge myself in. So I would like to just challenge publicly. And hey, however you'd like to try and keep me accountable, I'd love that um, because I, yeah, it's something that I need. Uh, but I'd like to continue that reading scripture throughout the day, multiple times a day. Um, and so, like, like I said, I have those alarms on my phone, and I want to continue to use them. Like, so, haven't been doing very well, but I would like to do that, no matter you know the circumstance of what I'm doing, no matter or not whether it's kind of like a routine week or there's something, you know, new and different that I'm doing throughout the day. With that said, guys, I mentioned earlier in the episode that we would love to hear from you about what games you want to continue playing for the rest of the year. There are tons of ways that you can reach us. You can shoot those recommendations our way as well on, you know, the Twitter-ish platform, X, whatever. Um, our handle is BB at BBDowncast. Uh, we have an Instagram. We've got a Facebook group, the, the hashtag backlog book club you can email us at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com uh or we have a discord and link for that is gonna be in the description so guys thank you for tuning in for another episode where you know this time around we're just kind of looking at the rest of the year and and setting goals you know of the last three months and just realizing our season of life and things along those lines. But uh, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, encourage you to share and care with all your friends. That doesn't make any sense, but you know what I'm talking about. But until our next episode, guys, you keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. 